Well, folks, we knew going into 2024 that the Pittsburgh Pirates needed starting pitching, but now that need grew a bunch more. We're going to talk about it on today's episode of Locked on Pirates. You are Locked on Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates all the time. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of this wonderful show here on the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Jace Medical. We'll talk more about Jace Medical and the Jace case and their life-saving antibiotics later on today's episode. Man, this was not the news that, this is not even really what I wanted to talk about (laughs) today really at all, if we're just being completely honest, but here we are. And the offseason for the Pittsburgh Pirates has started relatively slow, started relatively slow for a lot of teams. The biggest news I think that we've really gotten so far is managerial hires with Stephen Vaught going to the Cleveland Guardians. You see Craig Council switch teams in the NL Central. And then, of course, Espinosa going to the Houston Astros. And for the Pirates, I've talked about it at very long lengths on this show about what this team needs to do in the offseason. And one of those biggest things was getting starting pitching. And that was with the idea that you would have Mitch Keller, who was an all-star. You would have the potential of, you know, somebody like, Rowanji Contreras or Luis Ortiz or Quinn Priester or Jared Jones making a push. And last but not least, a guy in Johan Oviedo who had a phenomenal 2023 campaign and looked to be a very big future part of this pitching core for the Pittsburgh Pirates and the rotation. Now, News comes out today from Jason Mackey that Johan Oviedo is dealing with a right elbow issue and pain. Also says that there's nothing uh, definitive, but with the problem, by the way, there's nothing definitive, uh, definitive on how to fix the problem, but Tommy John surgery has been discussed. Now, One thing that you could probably learn from people like myself and people who actually cover this team for a living like Jason and Justice De Los Santos and all the great people that do work covering the Pittsburgh Pirates, you could probably guess that that word, Tommy John, the name for that surgery that you hope that every pitcher can avoid, you you know that that very seldomly gets thrown around. Like, you don't just hear, oh, yeah, he might have to have Tommy John surgery all the time just because a guy has an elbow injury or because he has pain in his elbow. And with it even being mentioned, I would say, as part of breaking the news, folks, let's just expect that Rowan, or Johan Oviedo 
is going to have Tommy John surgery. Because if it again, if it's being mentioned at all, there is a very, very strong possibility that it is going to happen. And there's a lot that you could look at for this entire situation now. And again, I'm I'm doing this show. It's going to come up around 2.15, 2.30. But I'm doing this show about 30 minutes after Jason released this news. So I am still kind of grasping it in a way. And I wanted you guys to see more of a genuine reaction from me rather than, you know, waiting until tomorrow or something like that to discuss this. Because just... To put it bluntly, it sucks. And there's a word that I want to throw in there, too, that I would normally say when I'm watching the Steelers' offense on Sundays. But it sucks, dude. It bleeping sucks. For Johan Oviedo specifically, who had a career season in 2023, pitched the most innings that he's ever pitched at the major league level, was a very, very good pitcher alongside Mitch Keller, especially down the stretch of the season where they were really the only two reliable starters that you could even depend on in the rotation for the, like the last two months of the season. And he was really making that trade for Jose Quintana look like a slam dunk from general manager Ben Charrington and for the team overall. So if he does indeed have Tommy John surgery, which at this point I would expect – that really puts a damper on things for the Pittsburgh Pirates because we knew going into the offseason already, folks, that they were going to have to go out and get somebody. They were going to have to go out and probably get at minimum two starters and still have to figure out what they were going to do at the five spot. Now, and you can see it on the right side of the screen, what is the impact of this on 2024? Folks, I mean, you're going to have to go out and get three starters now via trade, via free agency, via however they can do it. And, and that's still a scary idea for this team, a team that has continuously said through management that they want 2024, <coughs> excuse me, to be a winning season. And I think myself you guys that listen to this show also want it to be a winning season. We're tired of seeing losing in Pittsburgh as, as it pertains to baseball. And the idea now that you may not have Oviedo at all. And a lot of the thought process around Oviedo when he initially got here is that he was going to just end up being a long relief bullpen guy or a back end of the rotation starter proved a lot of people wrong on that scenario. And again, it just, it, it sucks. That's the only thing I can really say about it because now it puts the pirates in a massive hole, a massive hole, because I mean, you look at what the pirates are going to be working with, if he's out, before they sign anything, Oviedo out. Brubaker coming off of an injury. Burroughs coming off of an injury. Keller, who is coming off an all-star season. But then you have questions about Contreras. You have questions about Priester. You have questions about Ortiz. I know he is a possible generational pitching talent, folks, but you have questions 
about Paul Skeens and boxes that he still needs to check before he even thinks about coming to the major league level. Jared Jones, same deal. Phenomenal pitcher. Anthony Solomeno, really good pitcher. But there's still a lot of boxes that need to be checked before those guys can officially come up here and make any kind of positive impact. So now the Pirates are backed into a corner. They're in a hole. And they're going to have to go out and fix it. And if there was a time, folks, if there was a time for the Pirates to spend money, and you guys have heard me say, I don't think it's all about the money in terms of getting these starting pitchers. But they're going to probably have to now because these free agents are going to know that the Pirates need starting pitching. It, it, it is just a thing. It, like, it is there. It is a known fact. And I would even say now, I wouldn't even focus on anything else if I was the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Nothing else matters at this juncture. Not a damn thing in the offseason for Ben Charrington, for Derek Shelton, for whoever makes decisions on who the Pirates need to go get in free agency. If their position is not a starting pitcher or a pitcher of some kind that can be molded into a starter, it does not matter right now. And I would even go to say, and to pull another Steelers thing, Mike Tomlin's infamous, we do not care quote. I'm sorry, if I see that the Pirates' first free agent signing or trade is a first baseman or a second baseman or a right fielder or whatever, we do not care. Because this is, I mean, the starting pitching folks, to boil it down as simple as I possibly could, starting pitching is going to define if the Pirates are a potential playoff team in 2024 or if they win 75 games again. It's a very terrifying reality as a Pirates fan that you could be on those two far ends of the spectrum because of one position group that is now down to one guy that you can rely on without having questions. That is a scary reality. And it's exactly what it is. It's a reality. Mitch Keller is your only reliable starting pitcher on your team. He's the only reliable starter that is MLB ready in the organization right now. And that's scary. Because, yeah, would I like to see Eduardo Rodriguez on the Pittsburgh Pirates? Of course I would. But historically, the Pirates are not going to pay a guy $20 million a year. And if they did, do you really think they would go out and get two more guys at $10 plus million a year? No. So now your entire outlook changes on how you have to attack the offseason, Ben Sherrington. They haven't, in past years, went out and got super reliable starting pitching. They have, but it's only been on one-year deals. And it was only here for a couple of months. Now, the bet is made. And the Pirates have two decisions. They can either make the bed or they can lie in it. And I, it's a scary, scary thing, folks. And it sucks because we should not have to be thinking about this four years into a rebuild. We should not have to be thinking about these kind of things. And injuries are a pain in the butt. 
and this is why Gary, who comes on this show on Mondays, he's busy today. That's why he's not here with me. That's why you'll hear Gary. You'll hear, hear his buddy Jim Stam on the fan forum. You would hear Craig on this show. You would hear anybody that covers this team or talks about this team is going to tell you there is never going to be enough pitching on the roster to make up for stuff like this. That's why you have to go out and get quality starting pitching because when you're not named the Mets, Yankees, Braves, Phillies, Padres, Astros, Rangers, who spend $40 million a year on guys like Verlander and Scherzer and Otani or wherever he goes, you got to find a way to do it, though, because it's the only way you're going to win. The Rangers found a way to do it, although they spent all that money, they found a way to rebuild a rotation that has been absolutely horrible over the last half decade. They bring in Nathan Eovaldi. They bring in Jordan Montgomery, Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom, even though he wasn't a big part of their World Series. So for the Pirates now, when you hear the term put up or shut up, that's even more extended now because put up or shut up was more or less looking forward to, okay, we expect you to go get two starters. The fifth guy will be whoever is a like developmental arm. And then Skeens will be here eventually. Now you practically, and this sounds so horrible to say, and again, you guys can tell, I don't want to have to talk about this. I really don't. And to say right now on November 13th, 2023, that the Pirates in year four of their rebuild, folks, year four, are now going to have to practically rebuild a rotation from scratch is, again, a scary, scary, scary reality. It just is. And I'll leave it at that for now, but in the third segment of today's show, we're going to talk about how this changes the offseason focus for Ben Charrington in the front office. Before that, though, we're going to talk about some internal options over at first base and second base. And if the Pirates might end up just being comfortable with what they have with this news on Johan Oviedo. But before we do that, folks, we're going to talk about Chase Medical. Folks, it's always important, especially during the holidays, to take care of your health, visiting family, everything, going shopping, being around a lot of people. You want to make sure that your health is taken care of, and Jace Medical can help you do that. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits, and I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your uh, your generics for Cialis, Vi uh, Viagra, Ravascio uh, prescriptions. And this is possible because of our friends over at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. And remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. 
A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies, and I highly recommend this for everyone. And if you or someone you love would get some peace of mind this holiday season by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. And remember to use the promo code Locked On at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com for $20 off your purchase. All righty, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Pirates podcast. Here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. Obviously talked about Johan Oviedo a bit for probably much longer than I should have, but it's okay. Um, and I've seen questions about this already, too. Uh, we're going to hit on the internal first base and second base options thing really quick before we then move to more Oviedo uh, conversation in the offseason focus. I've said at first base, obviously before this news, that I will I would still like them to go out and get a guy like a Brandon Belt, like a Carlos Santana, like a CJ Crone, Garrett Cooper, even Reese Hoskins, guys like that. I still think that trying Henry Davis over at first base would be a very good thing for this team and could potentially patch up that hole for the future uh, future for quite a bit. Is it something to consider? I don't know. We obviously know Connor Joe and Jared Triolo can both play that position. And are the Pirates going to just end up having to be okay with it at this point? I mean, that's really, I think, the scary reality of all this, as I keep saying that, is are they just going to have to be okay with Connor Joe and Jared Triolo alongside Leonardo Piguero, Nick Gonzalez, and Juan Bay at second and just run with the internal options? Now, there is obviously the positive side of this is that, let's say, Triolo plays at first base, does it very well. His power bat improves a little bit more than what we've seen, et cetera, et cetera. And then Leo Piguero or Nick Gonzalez or G1 Bay really takes that second base position. Great. Now, what if they don't? We're Pirates fans, and today is clear. We usually expect the worst. <laughs> and I'm usually the most positive guy when talking about this team. And it's kind of tough just because Jared Triolo can do both. He can play first and second. I would prefer him at second. I think his defense would be more valuable at second alongside a guy like O'Neill Cruz. And I would still like to see them go out and get a first baseman. But if you had to ask me internally what the best thing the Pirates could do internally at second base and first base, it would be to have Leover Piguero and Jared Triolo at second and then Henry Davis and Jared Triolo at first, kind of on like a mix and match, depending on wherever Jared Triolo plays. I just wanted to hit on that very quickly because I don't think there's much else really to mention about it. I would still like to see the Pirates go get a first baseman. I would still like to see them potentially go get a veteran second baseman like a Jorge Polanco or a Glaber Torres possibly. But we'll see. Because now they have obviously much bigger issues to worry about than they did even eight hours ago. Now, before we get into the rest of this, we'll be right back.
Now, I think the biggest question, folks, that we have to ask pertaining to the Johan Oviedo stuff is how long have the Pirates known this? And how long ago did it happen? I think that's one of the things that's going through a lot of our heads right now, and it's one of the things that's going through my head, is have they known this for over a month since the season ended? Have they known this for a week? Have they known this for yesterday or today? We're never going to probably know that question or know the answer to that question. But when you break it down, man, and you look at how the offseason focus changes with this, we we want the Pirates to go get a first baseman. We want them to go get a right fielder. We want them to go get a second baseman or whatever to patch up the holes on this roster and make it a perennial playoff team. And you knew starting pitching was going to be a part of that. And when you look now at what is sitting in front of you, as you heard me say earlier, you're going to have to sign three starters or trade for trade or sign for three starting pitchers now. And again, folks, that is a scary reality. It's very, very, very not fun <laughs> at all because starting pitching is always going to be a commodity for any baseball team. It just is. It's going to be something that every team is going to want to go get in free agency. The Cardinals even have been a team that has been rumored to want two or three starters in the division. You really think they're just going to let some of these starters go to the Pittsburgh Pirates of all teams? No. The Mets are always going to be in on starters. The Yankees are always going to be in on starters. The Cleveland Guardians are probably going to be in on starters. The Dodgers, the Angels, the Mariners, the Astros, the Rangers, the Braves, the Phillies, the Marlins. In your division, probably the Brewers, depending on what they're doing. The Cincinnati Reds are probably going to also want starting pitching. Everybody in baseball, folks, is going to want starting pitching. And the fact that the Pirates now need an overabundance of it is just, it, it's not good. Because now, when you were thinking about the quality of starting pitcher that they were going to bring in, you guys have heard me mention a Martin Perez. You've heard me mention Eduardo Rodriguez. You've heard me mention like Kenta Maeda. You look at guys like Vince Velasquez and bringing him back. But but can you really go out now and sign a lot of quality when if you lose out on it, you're also losing out on building a rotation? They're going to have to pounce, folks. And I also, this I never thought I'd say this, but Ben Charrington, Bob Nutting, whoever you want to throw the blame on are probably going to have to overpay for some of these guys now because they just know what has to happen and know what they need. It is not a want anymore. There is not a I want Eduardo Rodriguez or I want Martin Perez. The Pirates need starting pitching. We just, at this point, 
They just need guys that have veteran experience that you know can get you five innings and call it a day at this point. Now, I'm not saying that the Pirates won't still try and go after a guy like Perez or Rodriguez or who, whatever big name you want to throw out there. But I would say the likelihood of them getting a guy like that now has diminished greatly because they can't afford to get in bidding wars. They cannot afford to lose out on the starting pitching market that is very deep this year. So they might just have to go down a tier and go hard on that tier. And it's, it's again, it's an unfortunate thing that we're all just going to have to accept. And it's an unfortunate thing that you might see some of these starting pitchers like, just for an example, Rich Hill, who might be here for the full year. And you have to sign him for this just one year or two years but they're going to have like a four or five ERA and go five innings at max or six innings at max. Something that could really, really happen. So now the gears in your head as a fan, the gears in the head of the front office, the gears everywhere have just drastically changed all due to one injury to Johan Oviedo. And as I said before, four years into a rebuild, an injury to a guy like Johan Oviedo. Now, Oviedo, as I've mentioned, very valuable to this roster, but he's not even your best pitcher. An injury to a guy in your rotation that is not even your best pitcher on your roster should not be this detrimental to the potential success that you have next season. It should not. We should, I should not be having this conversation in this episode with you folks about the pirates quite possibly literally being screwed out of having a good season because of one injury. Now, one injury right now, obviously Brubaker's injury Big component to this. Burroughs, Velasquez, Perdomo. Yeah, a lot a lot of these have a play in this too. But right now, Oviedo's injury being this impactful to what they are trying to do going into next season is just blasphemous. It should not be, it, it shouldn't be this big of a deal. It should be a big deal, but it should not be the be-all, end-all to if this team can compete because they now have to go out and get three or even maybe four starting pitchers via free agency or trade this offseason. And this changes everything. The optimism that we had about the offseason is just, right now, it's going to definitely be very bad. It's just, it's not going to be there. And now... You look around, you see Mitch Keller is really your only guy that's, he's the only guy that you can rely on without question marks. Every other starting pitcher in your organization has question marks, folks. And if Johan Oviedo is having Tommy John surgery and is going to miss 2024, the Pirates better get to work in free agency and trades to get a rotation that can 
keep them competitive in 2024 or else there's going to be some trouble brewing on the North Shore. Guys, thank you so much for listening to me ramble about this. Also with my sore throat. Thank you guys for listening to me ramble on about this. Hopefully, Johan Oviedo, hopefully doesn't have to get Tommy John surgery. And if he does, speedy recovery to you, my man. Folks, <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates. You can also follow me on all of your podcast platforms. I'm on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday, November 13th, and I will see you on the flip side.